I just remember him saying like, I'm going to tell you something and I just want you to be open to it and just know that I love you. And I just was so scared. <laughs> and then when he told me, I remember having, I was just shocked and I had no response. And I just sat silent on the phone for a long time, which I'm sure was awesome for you. It's <laughs> exactly what you needed. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. All right, first off, let's introduce, we have a guest today. We have a guest. And we decided that it would be awesome to bring in Steve's sister, Susie. So, Sister or Susie. Stutchy P. Diggins. Hello. Or <laughs> Stutchy. Stutchy. Snoop of, Dogg. You have the a real diggity. Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> All right. She's a woman of many names. Has she will be rapping later, I believe. <laughs> yeah, so we just want to welcome so Susie. Thank you for, yeah. Being willing to be on the Thanks podcast. For having. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All but right. first, Steve, well, second, Steve, because first was introducing Steve. <laughs> oh my gosh. Second, Steve's going to read some reviews. All right. We should add that we're recording out of a hotel room right now. Too. We are recording we in a hotel room. This is our first time. Southeast Idaho for one of Penny's swim meets. So we came down and... It yeah, was we good... trekked all the way across Idaho just to have Susie. <laughs> just for right. me. I feel so special. Good meeting point. And just... a swim meet for Penny, right? Yes. So four and a half hour drive for 30 seconds. And one of our microphones... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. One of our microphones isn't working, so we're hoping you can hear us all okay. Because we're sharing a mic. We're going to sound awesome. Yeah. As long as we remind Jessica to lean in. Steve's going to share some reviews for us today. It's his turn. All right. This one is five stars. Love, love, love. From talking to you individually. Three loves. That's three loves. Five stars, three loves. Whoa. From talking to you individually (laughs) as well as listening to this, it has opened my mind and heart. I've been more vocal about my stance on things and all my relationships, and I've even started a new relationship with my own father. Wow. That's actually pretty awesome. I just got goosebumps. That is cool. I've laughed and I've cried while listening. Love you all and thank you so much. Hashtag Ohana. What's Ohana? Ohana means Ohana? family. Oh. Do you not watch Lilo and Stitch? I have not watched enough Lilo and Stitch. Is I it guess. Lilo or is it Lilo? Lilo. Lilo. I just have you not watched Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> well, I am a Lilo I and Stitch that. fan. Isn't that what and Ohana for means Halloween? family. So that's yes. actually really cool. Yes. No, yeah. Stitch. Well, somebody from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, Sarah's going to be Stitch. And she loves drawing Stitch. That's awesome. Next one. Five stars. Honest, sincere, genuine. I just finished the first episode and my only complaint is that I have to wait for another episode to come out. <laughs> so this is an old one. This is from back in... The beginning. June. But that wasn't the beginning. Pretty much. Anyway. Yeah. When Steve, did we start? Steve and Jessica are a little muddy <laughs> on <mind>. dates. So <laughs> let's just let it be. All right. Carrying on. 
I'm addicted to podcasts and I love the style in which this podcast is shared. I love the way this plays out as if we're just sitting together in your living room and sharing our life stories with each other. As Jessica and Steve talk about their experience in Oklahoma, Matt asked the question that I think I would have asked had I been hanging out with you. I think the sign of a fantastic podcast is when the closing music begins and you realize how bummed you are that the conversation <laughs> is over. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. And now we're in the living room of a hotel room. Yep. Come join us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many do you want me to read? That's good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for your reviews and ratings. They really do help us out and we super appreciate it. And not only like keeps us motivated and pushes us to do more because we feel your love and feel that it's helping, but we also, it helps us find more people. So. Ohana. Ohana. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you're all part of our family. You're also welcome to message us on Insta or whatever. Yeah. If you we have like, questions. We like getting those either on our husband-in-law Insta or individually or whatever. I We've know got I always all sorts of varieties. You can find us. I always like hearing from listeners. And it's funny how often someone will message something that is just exactly what I needed to hear as like my little reminder of, yes, this is a good thing that we're doing. And Did you have one of those this last week? Um, yeah. You want to share it? Sure. Someone messaged and said that he's going through, that he's Mormon, married with kids, he and his wife are separated, and he is trying to figure this out and navigate it. And when he found our podcast, he felt like he could breathe for the first time since starting that process. Breathing's good. Breathing is good. Breathing is necessary. I feel yeah. like when people reach out to us and say those things, like it's really for me a reminder of where we were at at that time and how we had to rethink our lives. And I think that's what he's saying is, you know, he's going that you go through this process of this is not what I planned. This is not what I wanted. And now I have to change how I'm viewing my life and what I'm going to do it as. And here's an example of how it can be positive. Like it can be an okay experience. And so that's, that's cool. I driving up here just now, I literally just pulled into town before we came up here to start recording. I went back through a couple of old voice clips of mine, not that old, but you know, when we first started this and one of them was just me saying, just talking through why I was doing this podcast. It must have been the first couple episodes. And um, it said, I, I know how much it would have helped me to have a podcast like this when I yes. was going through it, to know that someone else had been through this and made it out and was in a good place, that there was light at the end of the tunnel. I know how much it would have helped me to have heard someone's story like this, and that's why I want to share so that message I got yeah. this week is a perfect example of how someone found hope in hearing our story and hopefully we'll be able to navigate their own situation. Yeah, absolutely. So we appreciate it. Helps us. We hope it helps you and keep it coming. And anytime, feel free to reach out. Like that's yep. why we're doing this. Yep. So. For sure. All well. right. So <laughs> we all look at each other. No, we all look at Susie. We all look at Susie. Thumbs up. Like. <laughs> I'm ready. I so, think I have no contribution right, so to your reviews, but uh, I think you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> let's give a little introduction, a little background. Uh, Susie's my youngest sibling. I'm the middle of five. Susie's the youngest. And, and so our daughter, <laughs> she says. so Steve's and my daughter, Penny, 
mm. was born the same day as Susie's oldest daughter. Yes. So they are twin cousins. The they are twin cousins. Finding out that Steve's baby had been born and my water broke. <laughs> it's like, I want a baby too. <laughs> so yes. Yes, they were due are... three weeks apart. But Penny was a week late. Briley was two weeks two early. Weeks and I'm sorry, did we say we're using her name or no? We are. You're we good. can All call her well. Jeze- Jezebel. 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 Jezebella. We said, "What should we call oh Briley if, if you want us to use a fake name?" And she said, "Briley would probably like something real flashy, like Jezebel." It's <laughs> the kind of girl she is. It's funny. We were taking pictures right before Steve got here of Susie and I and our daughters, Penny and Briley. So Penny and Briley, as we were just saying, were twin born cousins. on the, twin cousins, born on the same day, and Briley is the same height. As I am. <laughs> is she really? Yeah, yes. About. She's got yeah. a She's like, like maybe, yeah, she's just barely <laughs> below me. Because Jessica's really short and Riley's really tall. So yes. the ratio is equal. So Susie is really tall and Jessica's yes. really short. And so oh, Riley's yeah. really tall and Penny's really short. Yes. So the ratio is right there. Yep. It's pretty awesome. It made me laugh. Riley never- was stoked. If you've never really believed in genetics, this was a test that (laughs) (laughs) absolutely proves. It's so funny. So, yeah. But it's been fun to watch the two of them grow up and be buddies. They're little pals. (laughs) Pretend they're twins when they look nothing alike. So real quick, (laughs) speaking of fond memories, like, do you and Steve have, I don't know, share one of your fondest memories that you guys both have together? Growing Do up, you together. remember the Penny Day? The what? Penny Day. Penny Day. Penny. Ironic, because your daughter's name is Penny. <laughs> anyway, so Steve was babysitting, and uh, they were you were babysitting us, and you took us each like individually and did a secret project that the other one couldn't know about. Oh my! And <laughs> what were our? Pro- <laughs> you this was you drilled a hole through a penny. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was you laminated a penny. <laughs> you laminated <laughs> I kept this laminated penny till I was like 18. <laughs> I did. You got rid of it? I don't know where it is now. But... We can relaminate one later today if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's... is so funny. It was like the How... best day ever. I just remember that being like, That does sound like the best day ever. This is my secret why, why Steve is that a project. Fond, why is that a fond memory for you? Because it was like nobody knew about it but me and Steve. Like, Steve did this. No one has laminated pennies yes, we, but me. We were the first to laminate a coin, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, can why would you laminate I almost guarantee that's true, so. that no one has a laminated penny but me. <laughs> In the world. That is so funny. How old do you think you were? I was probably like eight, seven, six. I don't know. I was young enough. Old that, enough to think. That. Old enough that you were babysitting, but young enough that I needed to be babysat. Yeah. And that you thought it was cool to laminate penny. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought a laminated penny was cool. Steve, do you even remember this? I remember the pennies, yeah. I, I do. I remember it now. I wouldn't have otherwise. <laughs> That's a very vivid memory in my mind. <laughs> do you have one you can think of, Steve? I think of bacon and eggs. I don't know if that was just... Bacon and eggs? Did you play something like that on the tramp? Oh... Papishkidil? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was actually thinking of Papishkidil. Yeah. Also oh involved, involved a, I guess it was a ball. Did I? No. What was it on called? On trampoline? Yeah, what no. was it? No. It's not a ball. Okay. So it's like, like a name. Slow pronunciation. Papishkidil. And we played on the trampoline. So like normal people played the game pop. Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> was this like break and the egg? Steve people played... Poppy Poppy <laughs> okay, I remember. Okay. So you all jump at the same time on a trampoline, 
and then you all do a bum drop at the same time. And generally speaking, one person air. flies. Oh, yeah. poppy skididdled. That person gets poppy skididdled. <laughs> Is that person out if they get poppy skididdled? No, they're just bounced real high and then they all do it again. <laughs> this is the game that never so ends. This is the, it's a very simple game. The never ending game. Okay. Until somebody breaks an arm. When I married into Steve's family, I had to learn all of the new vocabulary because <laughs> there were lots of things like poppy skeetle or yeah. whatever it's called and stutchy p diggins and all of the <laughs> nicknames for everybody is something like Penny was telling me all her nicknames yesterday and I was just dying laughing because it's the same thing still. She has like 50 <laughs> nicknames. Okay. So one of the things I love about Steve and his sister and specifically Susie, these are the memories I have and not just Susie. The memories. The memories. <laughs> memories. <laughs> That's our name if anyone else got that. <laughs> oh, got they make fun of me all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the memories that I have. But just like, I remember Steve and his sisters just always are laughing. <laughs> and they like to have fun together. And it's it's a very sweet relationship. I genuinely feel that is that you guys, I've always loved that. And then one of his other sisters was saying that you send her flowers randomly or something, or like you've reached out to her, sent her something when she was in need and just different things like that. And so it's great that you guys have this relationship. And so I think that's like what we talk, were talking about in the past episodes where it was so hard for Steve to think that he might lose his family. Yeah. That's where that stemmed from, is because he genuinely loves his sisters, his whole family, but since we have Susie. And his brother. And his brother. brother. Yes, and I know, I know. I know he loves all of them, but I just like, yeah. You know, when you're asking me to think of a memory, like from our childhood or whatever, the first thing I thought of was not from our childhood, but it was three years ago, that trip that... That I took with my three sisters, that Susie oh, and I took with so our sisters fun. to. That was a great I can't remember if it was North Carolina, North South Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina. No, I don't know. One of the one of the <laughs> Carolinas, whichever one Charleston is in. So that I should just North. say a trip to Charleston. <laughs> the memory lapse is it runs in the family. Yes, it does. Steve <laughs> have my, a lot in common. You're going to hear that over the next however long this episode is. But my favorite part of that trip same. was there was a, a pier that had a big bench swing on it. <laughs> and the four of us got on that swing and we're swinging as high as we possibly could. Oh gosh, for like it. an hour. <laughs> for awesome. a very long time. Just taking like silly boomerangs and videos and just laughing our laughing heads off. Our heads the off. four of us adults doing the silly swing thing on this big adult <laughs> bench. And taking boomerangs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Selfies. I'll have to post some. I have some. Yes. And then we went back oh, well, later then, in the trip and did it again. And like to see how far we could jump out <laughs> yeah. of. Yes. So we did it once at night and once in the day. Yes. <laughs> and see if the difference. Yes. So. Yes. But that fun. really but, brings home like. Yeah. How important these people are to you. Yeah. We are close. And how tight knit the relationship was and yeah. is yeah. and will continue to be. Yeah. Go you ahead. have questions? No. I have lots of questions. You're the but, question answer, so go. I didn't have one. I was going to say, Matt, ask some questions. Ask some questions. We totally did not. I'm scared. Yes. I'm scared. We didn't give Susie any like no. guidance on what we we're going to talk about. Or anything. Okay. We just, like, asked, general idea. I asked for a topic yeah. and Steve said, anything you have to contribute that happened over the last eight years. Eight, eight, eight years or more. <laughs> Very specific. I just said anything that you Thanks feel that. that would be significant. And really the reason we, we wanted to bring you on is we thought, I mean, you and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago on the phone. And the point came up that it would be a really unique perspective to share what 
this experience has been like for you as it relates to me and Jessica and Matt and specifically more so as me coming out and yeah. our family relationships and all that. But you bring the perspective of a sibling who, you know, your brother came out to you, divorced his wife. There's been changes over the last eight years. There's been drama so, in the yeah, family. So, There's so been, let's back I mean, up a little bit. So when Steve and Jessica met Susie, like what was your memory and I'm sorry, I'm having to bring up some memories trying to bring I remember up the cat shoes. Yeah. The cat shoes? <laughs> yeah. You do? Yes, I remember the cat shoes. And there were cat overalls that went with the cat shoes. Oh, dear. Do you remember the cat remember. overalls? I don't know. I remember both of those things. But what were your initial, initial thoughts of Jessica potentially being part of this family? I loved Jessica right from the start. She's fun. She's happy. She's spunky. I just I thought she was great. And I think the two of them were a great fit. And had I was excited about it. Oh, awesome. good. That's good. I was to like hear. a 16 year old, so I was easily excited. She but. was still in high school. She's so weird. But it was fun. She it still was... owned the laminated penny at this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and cherished it dearly. So you were excited for Steve yeah. to marry Jessica and start this new experience. Yes. Awesome. So over the years, as Jessica and Steve's marriage like progressed, like how close did you feel like you were? to them or did you feel like there was distance maybe that was um that was there or did you Steve and I've always been really close we're very Mm -hmm. similar personality wise and so we I don't know I feel like we just get each other and so if we if there was a time a period of time that we weren't talking or whatever very often like when you guys lived in Belize it wasn't great communication there was a lot of emails and stuff but there wasn't I mean it wasn't the world of video chatting every eight minutes from anywhere in the world and we naturally point. didn't see each other face yeah. to face as often like we did when we were all in. But if there was the long gaps between when we hung out, when we got back together, it was just like picking up where we left off. It just the easy. silliness picked right up. <laughs> yes. I remember one time I hadn't seen you for a long time, and you came. I met. We met at mom and dad's house, and we both went to slap each other at the same, same time. time. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. That's, that's but yeah, awesome. it just is like we just pick up where we left off. That, and, needs, that needs to continue to be. And then Jessica hatchet. and I really bonded when we were pregnant at the same time. That was fun because she was like a tiny person with a tiny belly, and I was like a giant person with a huge belly. And it was <laughs> really awesome. <laughs> that's not how I remember it. Oh, but I remember it. We do it. have some good pictures. We have some great together. pictures. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So as I don't know, I obviously there wasn't. There's like I don't have big topics that I'm trying to hone in on, but like, as you watched, let's kind of dive into when you found out okay. that Steve had come out how gay about, and yeah. what, how about we start with the phone call that I made to you okay. from Oklahoma telling you that I'm this, well, perfect member yeah. coming out that I'm gay. I'm Jessica knows she's known forever. I'm staying in this marriage. I'm staying in the church. Like, so was that, do you remember that call? I do. That, that was Vividly. in Oklahoma. Yes. So prior to this, like, because Steve had shared that when they lived in Colorado Springs, he that's the first time he shared with your mom that he was struggling with this, right, Steve? Mm-hmm. So that was kept secret, kind of, well, right. in confidentiality between you and your you and your mom. But were you at all prepared for like this phone call? Zero. I had no Zero idea. Zero preparation. Never would have even crossed my mind. All right, tell us about this phone call. So yeah, because you might be the only. I remember. Really remembers it. <laughs> this is true. I just remember him saying, "Like, I'm going to tell you something, and I just want you to be open to it, and just know that I love you." And I just was so scared. <laughs> and then when he told me, 
I remember having, I was just shocked and I had no response. And I just sat silent on the phone for a long time, which I'm sure was awesome for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you needed. Steve, do but you remember that silence? I don't. I don't remember. I remember making the phone call and telling you and having a positive impression of how it had gone and was happy that I did. I really don't remember specifics of where the conversation went and after and I what you said or anything. Over, but. I mean, after I came to again, <laughs> I think so, we had a good long conversation and I don't remember exactly what was said, but I remember that feeling of the end of it was not, I didn't feel sad and I didn't feel, I, did, I felt like I understood. Like I, you and I've always been on the same page and I felt like I had been let in on So how did something. the conversation like, okay, so it started with, hey, why don't you sit down? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And what do you tell I, you? I was already sitting <laughs> in, in a swing. <laughs> I went to a park near our house and I sat in the swings. While Are you being serious it. right now? Yes, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, I thought you were okay. referring to North no. Carolina. <laughs> Another swing story. There you go. I don't remember. Where I just I vividly was. remember, for some reason, in memories like this. Well, I can't remember specifics of the conversation or reactions or whatever. I can but you absolutely you see exactly where I was and what it felt like and what it looked like. And because this was a big deal for you then, yeah, yeah. Because typically, when we remember exactly where we were, we probably remember the color of the grass. You probably mm-hmm. remember that's which swing Clear it blue was. sky, no clouds. You could exactly. probably I remember the feel of the chains on my hands, my sweaty palms as I'm sitting there, like trying to work up okay. the courage to actually make. So that tells calls. me that this was a super intense. Yes. Like you'd probably been thinking about this for days. Yeah. Longer than days. A lot longer than days. Years. Years. Yeah. yeah. Because again, I wish our listeners could see. Like when I look at Steve and Susie right now, I I can tell that there's a big bond. I can tell when yeah we notice Susie's voice crack. As she's telling us, you know, this phone call that she got, and Steve puts his hand on her on her shoulder, like, like that bond, like shows me that it, there's a true bond there, and that's awesome. And so, like, <laughs> thumbs, up, thumbs up, thumbs up by Susie, <laughs> and, and it's true. So, with this phone call, like Steve, you knew exactly where you were. Do you remember exactly where you were, Susie? I don't. But she actually remembers some of the things that were said. Yeah. <laughs> See, we Different ways of you remembering. You complete me. <laughs> I remember what you don't. You remember what I don't. It works. So, Susie, after this call, like, were you the only one on the call? Yeah. I'm assuming uh-huh. yeah. that your husband wasn't on there. It was just you. Yeah. And you were married at this time, obviously. Yes, because yes, we, we had, had babies. One year old. Yes. Sorry, I'm catching up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we do actually know that of the timeline. Yeah. Susie was married. <laughs> she had a baby. Like, what did you do after you got off this call? I remember talking to Brayden about it and my husband. And and I think I remember you asking me, is there something I can talk to Brayden about? And I said, yeah. Huh? See, I remember something. That's good, because <laughs> I don't remember asking you, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> but I just remember, like, it was, I don't know. I didn't feel super sad or down about it, but I just remember feeling like, all right, this is, he felt like we needed to be included on this, and so we need to be we're in. We're like a part of it now. We need to be there for him. So two of the things that I love that you just said, and we talked about that last week, is one of the things you asked him if it was okay to share with even your husband, which is a big deal. Like that's that's showing respect for him. And trust. And trust in yeah. what he's doing, you know? And I love that, that you, <laughs> that that was acknowledged. And then also um, 
you obviously felt some sort of peace or calm about it. Yeah. Which is impressive. <laughs> Having just found this out and all of that. So kudos to after you, I, After I recovered from my moment of silence. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, <clears throat> that's what we talked about last week too, is that it's okay to feel overwhelmed by this as the person hearing it. That you're going to have those moments. And that's that's acceptable. Yeah. And like your suggestions that you guys had last week that you had read that, you know, these are ways that you should respond when you, when someone comes out to you or whatever. Steve's other sister and I were talking about this and you can't expect someone to respond the right way the first time. No. So like if you don't judge a person or like if you don't, 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 when you're coming out to a person, like don't expect the reaction you want until later. (laughs) Give them a minute to give you an actual response. What they say immediately, don't take that for face value. Like, you know, like it's, it's a knee jerk reaction kind of thing. You can't like, I don't know. You can't take, yeah. I agree with that. And that's something you've got to, the person that you're outing yourself to, you got to give them them the benefit of the doubt. You got to let them process. And yeah. And even for months and who knows how long afterwards, you need to give them time to catch up. Like somebody gave me the advice. They said, you have taken, you've had 29 years to come to terms with this. They have had weeks. They're going to need time to catch up. Yeah. I think that's a conversation you and I had a lot too, Steve, is me reminding me, listen, or me reminding you, I think I just said reminding me, that (laughs) um, your family is, this is new to all of them. It's new to my family. Like we need to give them time to get there. So be open to what they're saying. Take it in stride because it takes time for everybody. And I think that applies to like tons of situations and tons of relationships. It's not just specifically this. Right. Like I can give a funny example. When I told you I was a giant pregnant lady, when I was (laughs) pregnant, I always stuck out way in the front and you couldn't really tell I was pregnant from behind. And I remember meeting one of my husband's really good friends in a grocery store. And I, you know, he said, this is my wife. And I turned around and the friend goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I had taken that person, like, oh, well, that guy's a jerk. You know, I just yeah. like, okay, that was, and then he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you got it. <laughs> it was just the actual genuine response. You know, yes. when you tell someone some shocking news, they're going to go, whoa. Yeah. Whether they verbally or not, or yeah. remain in silence and say nothing. Yeah. But, you know, give them a minute to process however they need to and then. Yeah. Their next, the next time you talk to them is their actual response. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. After they've had time to think about it, and well, so and like, it's like when I talked to mom the first time, she kind of said, "I need some time to like process this before I can like really." Yeah. You know, she kind of converse about it. Yeah. And she's. And that's okay. She's stable of mind enough that she knew to ask you for that. I just. no response at all so after this first initial conversation which sounds like it was pretty intense it was pretty intense for the both of you yeah how was the conversation after that i remember thinking like it needs to be more intentional now like i need to try harder to reach out but it wasn't different i remember thinking being worried that it might be different and it wasn't steve was it different for you or was it I'm trying to remember specifically. Okay. Not yet. It must not have been... Too different. No. I f- yeah. I mean, I was at peace with it. It wasn't... 
the you were at peace with so with my relationship with Susie, Susie. like yeah. and, and this the, conversation and had that had that he had told me was that he you know had been dealing with this for decades and he was staying married and he was staying in the church and yeah basically everything was the same except he had this struggle and I now was aware of the struggle and I felt like I could help him with that and that was where I was at peace so the days after that call like because what you just said was okay here's he's gonna stay married you just told me he's gay, but he's going to stay married. He's going to stay in the church. Like, how were you processing that? Like, after the, the first, yeah. Did you know, I'm sorry to ask a question over your question, but did you know of anyone else that had been in this scenario? Did you know of any other gay Mormons with wives? I didn't. And I remember you asking me that. And I remember being like, no, yeah. <laughs> sorry, that's not I mean, I don't know why I get, yeah. <laughs> but I that don't. That doesn't ever exist. <laughs> yeah. And when you guys talked about being sheltered. You know, I don't think there's a problem with being no. sheltered. I think there's no. nothing wrong with it at all. I think it's yeah, it's just brilliant. It's easy. It's well, it keeps things question, simple. Like, yeah, but well. I would say the only deal with being sheltered is when you How get hit spot. with a bomb, you're not ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess you can be. I wasn't ready for it. But <laughs> I was sheltered and I was. Sounds ready. like you did pretty good. <laughs> but I think was that your question, Matt, or did I steer her somewhere else? Um, well, I just. I guess I wanted to get to the point where, like, how'd you continue over the, the next days or weeks or months or whatever, find yourself in the good place again? Like, or. That didn't seem that weird to me. That okay. wasn't that strange to me that, you know, we all have something we're dealing with. We all have okay, trials or whatever. And at answer. this point, we still had the same goals. He still, yeah. I still got where he was going because I was going there too. So I think that's the answer is you had in your mind, okay, we all have something that we're dealing with. Yeah. And you have to remember that it's like a couple weeks later that then we call again. Yeah, I yeah. came out to you again. But two weeks later <laughs> and was not so We're peaceful. getting divorced. That and I'm was, driving home. That one like, was way harder. Yeah, because so that is a whole that. life change right Yeah, yeah how did you hear about that? Because I don't remember. Yeah, who called you? Well, Jessica we don't posted remember. something on Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay, so you saw it on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Single, ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I don't remember who called me. I think it was mom or dad even. Anyway, they just said, we're going to have everybody come to our house. Can you come on Sunday night? We have some serious stuff we got to talk about. You know, and then there was that same feeling of when Steve had said, I need to tell you something. And I just get all, Whoa, what's going on? Yeah. And so they gave us a little bit and just Where said, were you living at this time? I was in Logan. Okay, so you so were that's asked to... three and a half hours from my parents' house. And they said, can, it was a Saturday. Logan, Utah. Yeah. Anyone doesn't know where Logan is. And they just said, you know, can you come tomorrow? And I said, well, I mean, yeah, we, we'll be there. Sounds you serious. Want, you know, yeah, you know, do you want Braden to come? And they're like, yeah, we need your spouse here. Bring your kids, but they don't get to be part of the conversation. And um, What was going through your so head? Did they give you, like, any hints? They did tell us that Jessica and Steve were splitting. And I remember just being baffled again just what is going on you know and just being so confused and sad I can't imagine going through that and so you know all of us that day that day that we met at my parents house so you were there the point wasn't an intervention it wasn't we need to fix Steve it was we need to get the facts and we need to do it in a place where we can all ask questions and get answers, which is why it was beautiful that you were there so that we knew the actual situation. You the situation, to, Jessica, Jessica. Yeah, that we, you know, Steve is getting divorced. Jessica is moving to Boise with Penny. Steve is staying in Oklahoma. These were all things that I didn't know. 
Yeah. And so... I didn't realize um, that that's where you found that out. Yeah. I think they told me on the phone before we drove up, but it was the day before or maybe even the day of. I can't remember. Anyway, it was all very... Well, I mean, you (laughs) You decided to go like the day before, so I guess this timeline is all quick. But yeah, that day that we met, just everybody dropped whatever they were doing and went to mom and dad's house so we could figure out what can we do for sleep. It was sad. It was a really sad day, and we were all just sad that you were going through it. You know, we... You're our family, all of you. And I have to say, like, during that time, or during that meeting, it was very clear to me that especially the siblings, were very in that mindset of what you just said, Susie, of that, you know, they wanted to be there for Steve and they needed to know the details of how, like, like we said in the last episode, we were catching people up. Like we were trying, we'd had years to process this and we knew that. And so now we were trying to help you guys understand what Steve needed at this time because his goals and what you thought was his you know, what, where he was going two weeks ago had just totally switched. It was like a 180. And it is a big, and we recognize that was a big change. And I remember you guys being supportive and listening to what I had gone through and what I had learned through all of this process and really appreciating that. Yeah. And that was why we had to get together. Cause I mean, you lived a million miles away and we had no idea yeah. how or what to do. And that was the other thing we wanted to just brainstorm of how to help. Yeah. Our brother, you know, we were just sad. It was an awful time. So what else was talked about in that meeting, unless you're not comfortable sharing that? Or I honestly don't I remember just like... So once. here's a question for you. Like, you drove up three and a half hours from Logan. Like, was with the whole family. Like, mm-hmm. how, many, how many kids did you have at this time? I must have just had the one, but just I think Brian. I was okay. pregnant Probably, with yeah. the next one. Okay. But either. you wouldn't have known that standing behind Penny her. would have... <laughs> <laughs> Penny was almost... Well, our daughters were almost two. Okay, then I would have been pregnant. So, yeah. My that was probably a really long drive. over two years apart. Yeah. I remember just being really, really sad and crying a lot of it, which is good that my husband was driving because I would have crashed the car. <laughs> but I've had some of those moments. Yes. Where I've had to pull like over because there are too many tears. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yes. Susie's a crier. I am. Clearly. I mean, you've heard <laughs> it already. Okay. Mostly about happy things, but... I cry all the time. I never cried ever until I had kids. They broke me. <laughs> they broke me? <laughs> my friends in high school called me dead inside because I never... And even if I was sad, I wouldn't cry tears because I was... I never, I was a very non-emotional person until I had kids. <laughs> and now like, that, hall, no. I mean, a Hallmark commercial won't make me cry yeah, for now like somebody an hour. does something cute. And, <laughs> it's and, ridiculous. And, and, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. That's awesome. I don't think that's bad. I love it. I think it's awesome. I mean, it just shows some good that, waterproof um, mascara. <laughs> I mean, it shows, I mean, it's kind of what we started with, Ohana, right? There it shows it that family is super important. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was obvious that, because we all did, I mean, it was within you know, 12 hours of finding out that Steve and Jessica are splitting. We were all in that living room together. None of us lived in the same town. So set the stage there. All of us were there. Because I was, I've just heard her side, Steve's side a little bit. Like what set the stage as to how the meeting was? Like, or what What do you even call it? <laughs> I don't know if it was family, a meeting. Just a family it meeting. Just, we family, got together as well, a family. We got together to try and figure out how to help. Yeah, it was family. a, yeah, it was. So I, I remember like having some of these kind of meetings, probably not as intense, but we called them like family councils. Oh yeah, you could call it that. Okay. Yeah, so our kids were all downstairs watching a movie, so that's fun. And uh, occasionally one of our, one or the other <laughs> would come upstairs and we'd be like, "Shh, go downstairs." <laughs> but 
yeah, we were all there with our spouses, and Jessica was there telling us, what's the haps? And once we figured out what was going on, we all pitched in of, you know, what what can we do? Like, what can we do? And, I mean, we all had little kids. Well, some of us had little kids, and we couldn't just pack up and no. go to Oklahoma and do whatever we had to do. But my one sister did say, you know, that you made that last week, that I've got enough airline miles, we can get on a plane tomorrow and go, if that's what Steve needs. And I remember you being like, that's not what Steve needs. <laughs> do Jessica. you remember what Jessica shared? And if you don't, I honestly fine, don't remember specifics from that day, other than we were all there and we were all desperate to figure this out together. And this meaning not just Steve, but also no, Jessica just what's and going Penny. On and, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were just scrambling to figure out what, we, what can we do. And so we were just throwing out ideas of, we could fly down there. We could, you know, I got a bedroom in my house if Steve needs to come back here. Or mom went to Boise the next day to help you. And, yep. you know, we were all just ready to do whatever we had to do to get through this rough week. Like, it's, I just can't even imagine going through that. It was a rough couple of years. <laughs> Do you remember if you and I had any conversation following that meeting? I don't. I don't either. Yeah, what was, what the, was the... the next time I remember talking to you was when it was at Christmas when you came home and you and I talked in like the middle of the night. I remember we put the kids to bed and I was like, you and I need to talk. And we just sat down and cried and talked in the dark on that couch downstairs for hours. Which was tough, but that was the point where I started to understand. Like, for me, the hardest thing in finding out that you were, you know, pursuing your gay lifestyle and, you know, your family was, you're getting divorced and all of this. Two weeks prior, I felt like I had been clued in and we were still close. And now, two weeks later, there's this huge disconnect and I felt separated. And I didn't know what to do. <laughs> And so everything I said or did between then and when I saw you didn't feel right. I remember just feeling like I was scrambling and it, you know, the phone calls or the texts or whatever just felt superficial. And I didn't feel like we were talking about anything that mattered to either of us. And it was hard. I remember those weeks when you were saying, you know, how did you get past that or whatever? That was, it wasn't hard the first time, but it was really hard the second time. So this is something that I think is so huge that people who are struggling miss. Like, if you had been tuned in to us earlier on, like what we were going through, there probably wouldn't have been this huge gap at that moment. Tuned in, and I think by tuned in, you mean filled in. Like, had yes. we no, had, had we, we shared you, with yeah. you, not like you weren't. Not that you weren't in tune. Yes, just, no, no. Thank I know that's you not for what you meant, Jessica, correcting but, how I said that. But, yeah, like, do but you know what, what I mean? Yeah, what I if we had shared more of this with you earlier on, it would have provided you a chance to not feel like there was this huge gap. Yeah. And so that is something, and that's something that I was trying so hard to push for. But Steve wasn't ready for that. And, and, and totally that's okay. That. Like, yes. Totally and that's understood. okay. And, and, but that's like something that I want to share with people is that by sharing with the ones you love, you're creating more connection and more understanding earlier on. The earlier you can do it, you're opening up that door to stay connected and to be close so that you guys can understand what people really need, like what the other one really needs. And I feel that so often people are like, you get to this point where it's like this critical turning point 
And it's like you're going off the edge. Right, Steve? And like it's this then, huge void. To then fill people in on where you've been and where you're at now. I mean, that's it's, that's a huge it's, bomb. It seems like to, this. And it's already at the hardest part. Yeah. Where if they had known these little steps along the way or even like parts of it more so before two weeks before. Yeah, we're I was still divorced. processing from the first conversation. Yes. And then to this have be happy. And so I think I'm still glad there was at least a chance for like, I'm still glad that. I was able to talk to you, all of you, individually. Me too. In a good place, like a good conversation about the fact that I was gay before this all blew up. Like okay. that would have, because once it blew up, I was not in a place to talk to any of you about what it. What do you mean I it just, blew up? Meaning like when, when we got divorced. And... When Jessica and I actually split okay. this second go around that we're talking about. Like yeah. when Susie felt this disconnect from me. Yeah. Like, thank goodness we had at least had a chance to talk about it two or three weeks prior. Yeah. And still connect. And so there was groundwork laid. A yeah, little bit. Very little bit. But I was going to say, was... because my family had none. Yeah. Like, I just called them and I'm like, hey, I've been in Colorado. I'm moving home in two days. Like, they had wow. no idea that Steve, that anything was going on. And so. Now, was that by choice of hey, yeah. you, Steve, yeah, and I wasn't. Jessica? You weren't ready to share that with. He wasn't ready to tell my family. With yeah, I had told my mom a year prior. I had told my siblings and my dad yeah. those few weeks prior, but that's all I'd told. Okay. And so I don't think Other than that a few was like. In Colorado. And I'm not saying either side of this was wrong. Those like you feeling that disconnect that was a real disconnect, mm -hmm. and that was a genuine feeling of wanting to connect with your brother yeah. who you loved, and Steve, you feeling that being scared to be vulnerable and tell them all these things. There was nothing wrong with that. But you can change that. If you guys are somewhere where you're feeling like, oh, I'm holding this big thing. And if anybody knows they're going to turn away from me, you don't know that until you offer that, until and you give them the chance to love you for who you really are. And once I, Jessica, once we had decided to split and I was going to pursue this gay lifestyle, I felt, I mean, you heard last week's episode, Susie, you know, I felt like I was going to lose you guys, that it was inevitable. Yeah. But I don't even know what point I was trying to make with this. The call two weeks prior, I did have a, a chance to come out to you and not lose you. Yeah. Like you had laid that groundwork with your response to make the point that you weren't cutting me out. You weren't cutting me off. Yeah. And it was it, totally it did, opposite. It was, she felt like, Hey, I got to make sure I'm reaching yes. out, but it's with more intention. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. I love how you said that. Yeah, Reach too. out liked... with intention. Like that's huge. Yeah. And we kind of talked about that. It was probably 10 episodes ago or something, Matt, but I think you and I kind of yeah. mostly talked about the need to like when, well, it's in, when it's... someone drops a potentially relationship changing bomb on you, that there is a need to then step up your support game. Like, to not only continue to support the way you would have and continue to have the same interactions, but to even go a little further and be a little more, as Susie put intentional. it, intentional in making a show of support. Yeah, and making a show of this does not change. It's one of the main reasons why on our outro, I make that challenge to reach out to somebody, thank them or give them a hug. And that's with intention, right? And having that intention is super important. So yeah, kudos to you, Susie, for... And I One, love that yeah. you took that opportunity when you guys were together at Christmas. You didn't shy away from sitting down and connecting with Steve because you knew you had that opportunity. Like, that's a I big deal. I think I deal. made you do it. I remember thinking you didn't <laughs> want to. And I was like, 
this is happening. Was <laughs> it the Christmas that very next Christmas? I don't know if it was Christmas, but I remember, I remember it was... that conversation. But I remember it being years later. No, it was pretty close after. It wasn't. This is the one that you, when we texted a month or so ago. You made reference to. You texted me about this recently. Okay. You said, like, basically, you sent a text. Oh just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Okay. I loved that night when we sat down and talked together and cried together, and I really feel like I gained so much understanding. Yeah. Is and that the one you're talking about? Is that the same yeah. talk? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, see, I remember that being... It might not have been years. that close. Susie, was I there might, that It might Christmas? have been months, though. No. Because then it wasn't that It long. wasn't that Christmas then. Because and it I, might not have even been Christmas. It was well, well, some family gathering. Because Christmas sure is when you all come... Ha- <laughs> <laughs> Just because Christmas is usually when you all come together is my guess. Details, and, details. But the thing is, so that Christmas right after, I... I came home with Steve, which is something that we'll be talking about soon. But I Do you remember came... that, Susie? <laughs> so all of this, you know, I Jessica and I split in October is when Jessica moved back. Oh, probably like today ish, this week. It is, yep. <laughs> right at this time, yep. Wow. But anyways, yeah, but, but I'm but sure. I was it gonna was... say, but then at Christmas time, like two months later, when I came home, I flew home from Oklahoma for Christmas. Jessica came with me. Do you remember that? Not specifically, no. Yeah. You all were super weirded out by it because we had just told you we're <laughs> separating and getting divorced. And then our divorce was final while we were there. Yeah, that's when we. Yeah. But, anyways. Yeah, confused for sure. We'll, tell, we'll talk more about that about how Jessica but ended up coming I love to family you, Christmas with me. Yeah. I love that you made that. Like you said, you weren't sure Steve even wanted to, but you pushed it a little because sometimes we do have to push it a little. Even if the person, you know, is saying, I don't, I don't want to have this talk. Sometimes it's okay to push that a little. And I think you felt that, that it's okay. Yeah. I am close enough to him. He knows that I love him to push that. And well, that she longed was, for that bond. And yes. again, this was me with my absolute closed off mind of there's no way they're going to understand. There's no way they're going to accept this. There's no way this relationship is going to continue. And you should. So you pushed through that. You started breaking you down. You pushed through that by making me sit and talk and making making me understand that you are here for me. You are open to understanding. And that was powerful for Steve. Yes. And one of our other sisters did a similar thing. Do you remember your date with your ice cream date where she said, you and I have to go get ice cream and we have to go now? <laughs> Vaguely. Anyway, the same thing. She did the same thing and... You weren't ready to talk yet, but we both were ready to talk. I was going to say, I know which sister this is. Guaranteed. But, yeah, we just, we weren't ready to let you push us away. And so what there that was... looked like for us was a conversation. She and I are both verbal people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right, now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.